Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 87, AJ Saunders, writing niche content that sells, constructing great call to actions. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable from the trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another The Builders. Today, we are rejoined with AJ Saunders. AJ, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me back. I had such a good time last time that I just had to had to come back. Yeah, you couldn't wait. <laughs> I couldn't wait. I, I think you're. <laughs> I think I think you were actually the fastest one to come back. I think you got the award. So I'll have to right, send it right, to right. Mail. I'm uh, cool. I'm not always that fast, by the way. <laughs> wow. I can't wait to get back. I had so much fun. That's awesome, though. Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah, it was like episode eighty-two. Go check it out. Uh, we talked uh, about his digital marketing story. His uh, how he learned his craft. Talked a little bit about SEO and content strategies, and uh, we felt like we just touched, you know, scratched the surface on those things. So we thought we'd reconvene and uh, dig into those topics a little bit more uh, from the perspective of, I think it's you know, as somebody that does content too on the social webs and uh, you know markets content and creates content, even a the, build, the builders is content. Um, it's really important to our business. So, uh, you know, to understanding that process and, and what our experience is with that. Um, you'll probably have some examples or whatever. Um, and then uh, we'll talk about the benefits of it, why we do it, you know, and uh, our experience. So, uh, so where do you want to start with this? I'll, I'll give it to you, Mr. Sure. E. J. Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so I I I guess the best jumping off point is is just to say you know if you're a small business and you're not creating content, let's just define what we mean by that, and then let's try and jump in. So for me, I'm a massive proponent of doing kind of blog content, so having a website with a blog. I know you're incredibly incredibly good at doing social posting. You do you do great stuff on LinkedIn. Obviously, we've got this, which we're both appearing on today, um, which again is content. And so I think, you know, if, if people think of content as like written stuff, they're partially correct, but they're not wholly correct. And so it's about trying to meet, meet the medium with what you're good at. So for some people, video is what they're good at. And so they'll blow up on like, uh, like TikTok, they'll blow up on YouTube, etc. Whereas for people like me, you know, I'm much more, I'm much more a considered person, so I like to write. I know with you, you've got this whole kind of great art going into the what content you're publishing and when you're publishing it. And so you can really define like what content you make for your small little business by what fits your personality the best. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's and, and that's key, right? It's, it's figuring right. out what works best for you, what you're um, good, well, kind of good at, or what you feel comfortable doing, too. Yeah. Uh, some people, uh, you know, even though video is the hot, big thing, and probably for reasons, it's, it's sure. uh, 
a lot more people are doing it today, and it, and it gets good rankings and all that good stuff we can talk yeah. about. But at the same time, there's still room for regular content and blogging. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, and if that's your thing, that's what you can still do. And there's a lot of other platforms out there to write content, write articles. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so so do you, um, you yourself, you have your own blog, right? I have about eight blogs, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> right. have, I, at least, <laughs> at least one. I have at least one. Yes, sir. <laughs> Around eight. And are those Around all, eight. Are, the, are those all niche blogs, or are they for for your consulting business, for your SEO stuff, or what are the what purposes do they serve, or just uh, for other types of niches? Right. So. I have, I'm trying to think, right, so I have two two kind of niche sites, another niche site, another niche site, uh, yeah, so that's that's four, uh, and then I have a consulting website, and then I have a website that doesn't have a blog, so that's six, and then oh, I have an interest project about a particular country that I'm interested in, um, and I've got some other domains that I'm going to turn to blogs when I get nice. the 26th or 27th hour in the day. We're, we're currently negotiating with Colin for yeah. that, but... <laughs> well, that, that's the challenge, though, right? You have all these different niche blogs. You have to be able to... I know somebody on Twitter that was uh, I follow, and um, and he is was kind of posing the question of... Or his experience, like he's got a really, really popular blog website, and he tries, he wants to, he doesn't want to have all his eggs in one basket, though. He wants to, you know, sure. like try to branch out and do this other thing, but it takes time. And he's got to still yeah. continue to maintain what he has, but find time to do that. And, and was he going to do it himself or build a team to do that? Um, so how are you, are you doing it all yourself or are you, uh, or are you outsourcing that content or what are you doing with that? So, yeah, so I work with a couple of writers. I am working with our good friend Christina at the moment to build out processes in one business so that I can then scale that across everything and so I can remove myself, you know, like 99% of, of myself out of those businesses so that I can just be light touch and not have to do too yeah. much. So that's that's been quite invasive and quite uh, quite difficult, actually, in, in a lot of ways, because you think, uh, uh, you know, you, you think in a small business, like, well, I'm the only person that can do that. Or I, you know, or I may not be the best person to do this, but I know how to do it. So why don't I just keep doing it, right? And you know, then it then becomes about how do you manage control over other people and other, other processes, and how do you then kind of document that stuff? So, so kind of you know, so you're not involved so much. So you know, a, a great story I said to a client last week. You know, she was saying to me about some something to do with email marketing, and I said, right, have you got that written out as an SOP? Because we spent three months writing our SOPs, essentially, right with her. Oh, no, I've got it all off my head. I said, what happens if you get hit by number five bus tomorrow? And she goes, yeah. oh, I'd be effed, wouldn't I? I was like, yeah. <laughs> It wouldn't matter so for said, her. No, 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 no. So I said, oh, would it be brilliant for you to write that out you know, this afternoon? She's like, yeah. I said, okay, cool. Send me more you've done that. <laughs> It's true in so many things, though. Like, you know, you right. have to, and there's, there's a with content. There's an investment of either your time, yeah, or you have to outsource it to others. But you still have to manage that. You have to manage the content. 
Right. You still have to, or and then you can have people posting it for you, but you still have to manage those people. So you go from writing, doing the work, just like just like in my business of web design development, there was a time when I did everything, and now I don't yeah. do everything. And most of the time, I'm managing my team. I'm doing things yeah. a little bit in between, but a good majority of my time is just managing my team now. And yeah. it would be the same with the content team. Uh, or somebody that's distributing that content or, or posting that content yeah. and you know, scheduling and all that good stuff. Mm. Um, so, but, 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 yeah. but that's why I think you have to have defined roles. So I think everybody starts off being you know, the editor, the writer, the graphic designer guy, you know, all of these different yeah. things. And then you have to then kind of decide which you're going to give up and which you're going to sacrifice to give somebody else so that you have more time back. And I imagine with you, you know, you probably started off, you know, two years ago doing everything. And then slowly you've, you've hired people, and you've, you've learned to trust them, they've learned to trust you, and then you've, you said, right, can you take over this task? And they've done an adequate job, and you've talked about it, and you, you know, you said, here's how you can improve. And they've got dramatically better after a bit of coaching, and then, you, you know, you scale it that way. And so by now you can, you know, play with the dog, you can do these horrendous things with me where we always sit and laugh at each other for an hour. Um, yeah. Those types of things, right? Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. That's why I, I love, that's why I love our, you know, like, I, I, I could tell that anytime that I just need a break, I just call you up and we just laugh because laughing is so right. good for us. And we it, could just, absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> You're absolutely, my new. Yeah. So if I ever ping you, I'd be like, I need a good laugh. Let's talk. <laughs> well, I'm having a rough day. I, I, I'm there. I'm there, darling. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> now you said you said yeah. something. You said something interesting there. I mean, um, so I, I can relate it to my agency, but also from uh, my days of building niche sites and content. Right. Right. Um, right. That there is in the beginning, you do it yourself. Um, especially when you got one blog and then you have another, but, but you know, you're just going to try to do it yourself, but it's impractical that you're going to be able yeah. to scale anything up that way. Um, but the other key here is actually the monetary side of it. So right. it's very easy to build out content that doesn't make money yeah, or makes a little bit of money. <laughs> so it's very easy to do that. You can post a lot of content that makes zero money. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and so going back to my niche, niche marketing days so for a, a big lesson for me was i had in those days i was doing all kinds of niche marketing affiliate marketing pay-per-click i was doing seo stuff and and um i had built out this network of i i embraced a system to build out quick niche sites right. in very specific narrow niches and I get them, and they would rank real easy, and all this stuff. And yeah, they would rank real easy. Would get good targeted traffic, and there was conversions in there, and so on and so forth. It wasn't a lot, but I'm like, well, I'll just scale this up. I'm going to hire somebody. I hired one or two people uh, to just. I think one person was building the sites for me. Maybe the other one was building the content. But I had. Hired uh, Philippines um, employees sure. to do this for me for like, I don't know, six, nine months. Right. And they did a dynamic job. We had a good system. We had a good process in place to build these out. We built probably hundreds of these things. And um, but they didn't make much money. Right, right, and right. I had to pay these guys. And, um, and you had to eat. I, yeah, we had to eat. <laughs> it's very important. 
I'm not uh, they, were eating. they were they were eating really good. <laughs> They're fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how many times has that happened in business where your employees are doing great? Um, yeah. I, I, I you on the other hand. Yeah, exactly. like, credit card. Um, yeah. So, but the same way in my in my web design business, um, like, and this is a weird fact because I just had somebody on my podcast, Melaine who, if you listen to that, she was $300,000 in debt with what her, one of her businesses. And it took her three and a half years. She said it took three and a half years to make her first dollar. So that probably was all the debt and everything she invested yeah, in. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and, but for me, it's like, like for this business, I was profitable day one. Right, right. Because I just worked for myself and I just, I, well, I was lucky enough to get work right away or know how to get work right away, but I was always profitable. So right. I didn't actually start. Um, I would only outsource something if I could work out the profit there. Right. It was something in addition to what I was already doing. And then I would outsource another thing and another thing. And then eventually I got an employee because I had a contract that paid for her. Yeah. And another employee. And then, and, so I've always been profitable, but when I look back at my niche, in my niche website days, I should have never have hired those guys because what yeah. I should have done is put in the work, got them profitable, and so it was able to pay for those guys, and then I could scale it from there. So I think that's right. that's maybe I don't know if it's it's risk. I mean, there's there's certainly risk in business, and sometimes you have to take that risk if you want to tr- test something out and try it out and invest right. Right. and go in debt. Uh, but, but you know, so that's. That's kind of, it's, it's interesting how I think, that's how I think about it. But enough about me. So what are your thoughts around that? Um, what I just said there. So yeah, so yeah, no, I, I, I see that, but I also see people doing things like they will start a niche site in something they don't know about and they'll hire lots of people that they don't know to do lots of things that they don't understand. You know, it's the, um, what, I, I can't think of the John Cleese joke. It, it's the, you know, it's the, the uneducated being led by the, the uncommitted, by, who being financed by the, you know, the, the incapable. Right? <laughs> Is that, that whole kind of thing? I don't think right? I've heard that one. I've heard a lot of quotes, but that's good. <laughs> but, 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 but it's that whole kind of philosophy, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so I, I do think, but, but I, you know, I, I, I think with small businesses, like, if, if you're doing content marketing, you're doing it in the right way. You, you were literally asking your customers, what are your pain points? And you're writing articles about that. And so if you've got one customer that has, a, you know, a problem with that, and you're writing a blog post, or you're doing a video, or you're doing a LinkedIn post, you can bet your bottom dollar that, you know, 10 people or 100 people or 1,000 people have that problem. And therefore, it's just about trying to then distribute your content in front of those people. Well, I think, you know, a lot of the more kind of risky things that we've done, you know, it, it, it's about trying to generate demand off the back of nothing when we don't understand if there is demand or not. And that's the risk we take. Yeah. Well, there's the other thing too here, right? It is like how you monetize it. And so that was a different model when I was building new yeah. sites. That was yeah, just crank, crank stuff out and make what I could make. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my model today is uh, completely, again, I was profitable from the beginning, but I, the content I do make would build on that. 
and yeah, exactly. would solve those problems. And but I like I like we talked about this I think on on the first podcast together, right? Um, of how you how you construct that content. So you uh, there's good content, is bad. You can't just write anything. No, no. You just you so. What is your process like to to ensure that a article or post will uh, be useful and actually garner some traffic that could convert? Sure. So I, I, I think the main thing to always remember is what's the question the user wants because the, the user comes to your your site to solve a problem. So you know if we if, if we're thinking about because we talked about dogs before, so I'm going to use a dog example. I hope you don't. I hope there's no cat listeners out there who are going to get upset. Um, <laughs> but, you know, say... You just lost all the cat lovers. I know, oh, I know. Right. I, 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 I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, you know, say, say you're having a problem with your dog and you Google, like, how, how, how do I encourage my dog to go for longer walks, right? You don't want a history of dogs. You want that problem solved. And so you're willing to read, like, maybe a thousand words or 500 words or whatever, right, about how to get your dog more motivated to do longer walks. And then make them down to read type, and make them down to, you know, taking breaks, having water on, you know, on, on hand to get them to stop, you know, halfway through, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, somebody's going to read that blog post, whereas they're not going to read a history about dogs before they get to that article. And so for me, it's about trying to remember what question the you're solving or the problem you're solving how you can solve it in the quickest time possible, and then how you can then give context to that solution. So, you know, so if, you know, I, I, I love what I use, and I, I do apologise, is, you know, if you had a dog that was peeing on your rock every day, right, and you went to Google and you said, how do I stop the damn dog peeing on my rock? You know. I can't believe, is pee a swear word? No, 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 but... It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a vulgar question. Is it, it, my <laughs> I'm bloody British? Come on, come on. <laughs> pee. Is that what you say? Pee. 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 Okay. Yes. Piddling. Um, <laughs> right. 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 That just sounds wrong. But anyway. Um, <laughs> you. you you want to read an article where you know that that first that first kind of paragraph of the first section answers your question. And then it gives you some context of, you know, different ideas, different methods, or, you know, and, solutions, yeah. you know, solutions, yeah. right? But also you want to do it so the average person won't read more than, like, a sen- two sentences in, in a paragraph. So you want to format things really, really loosely so that they're really easy to read. You want to have lots of subheadings because, you know, for me as a consumer, I, 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 I scub through posts and I try and find the solution to the question that I want the answer to. Yeah. Or I just go to the post and go, oh, that, you know, section three was the most interesting, right, let's start there. Whereas if you don't have that, people are going to just hit the back button, go back, and you're not going to get any traffic that converts. So I feel, you know, short paragraphs, lots of subheadings, lots of images, lots of diagrams, lots of rich multimedia you can. Um, and just remember, the, the, the other thing that I always say, and I think I said this last episode, so sorry, but write like you're talking to, to a friend over a pint or over a, a coffee. You know, don't, in, unless you're writing something highly technical, like, you know, you're a doctor, you have to, it has to be worded in a certain way because of all the legality involved. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody like you talk to somebody at, at the pub. Obviously, clean it up a little bit. At um, <laughs> at the pub. <laughs> you tell a British, can't you? At um, the tavern, at the at bar, the wherever you are. 
Yeah. At the bar, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At the pub, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, that, 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 cause I think, you know, w- what makes your content great versus my content being great is that we have a different way of saying things. And so neither of us is right or wrong, but it's just we connect with different types of people. Yeah. And it comes down to the voice that you use and how you explain things. So, like, for me, as a, you know, as, as a fairly posh Englishman, as, as I'm often reminded by <laughs> so many people, um, you know, I have, I, I don't talk much in slang or much in swear words, although I do swear like a sailor. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> but you know, we'll, we'll try to get through this whole episode without you swearing. Let's, let's, we can do it. Right. <laughs> I, I, I don't think count, but sure. <laughs> 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 but, 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 does that make sense? So, you know, you know, a, 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 a good friend of mine, Claire, you know, uses lots of slang, lots of swear words. She's Scottish and she's absolutely fantastic, but she attracts a different type of person. And I think, you know, if, if, if you're working in a really, really segmented market or a market that's really highly competitive or it's highly boring, you know, the, the more interesting you, you ha- your voice is as a human being, the more likely you are to attract different and interesting projects to, to your door. So, I have, um, yeah, I have a lot to say on this. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I, I, I lo- <laughs> Thank goodness. That would have been the end of the podcast right there. <laughs> Something I learned way back uh, 2004-ish, somewhere around right. there. Right. And why do I want to think it was called Sell It? Sell It's still around? Um, sell It, I think it was. And, and I don't know why I think Buffett. it's... I don't think it's... Huh? I said, was it the follow-on to Bop It? Follow it? Bop It? Do you remember the Bop It toy? Any, anyway, anyway. <laughs> we don't think we got no? that here in Wisconsin. <laughs> Bop <laughs> It toy. Okay. It, I'm it, like... <laughs> it, 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 it's a toy you hit and you go bop it <laughs> no we, we anyway, completely, anyway, anyway. completely missed that whole thing over here <laughs> but I'm very curious you're going to have to show me what a bop it toy is I, I will I will I will <laughs> I, 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 ironic Seth Myers reminded me of it you know it on, the, on, on SNL so there you go anyway <laughs> okay Um, okay, so, so, uh, sell, sell it. I don't know. I don't think it's around Sorry. anymore. I don't see it on here. I did a quick Google search. Um, but there was, uh, but there was something related to it. I don't even, it could have been linked off to it. Uh, but it was about conversational, right? Conversational writing. And, yeah. um, it was one of the first things I learned online. Like when I, cause I was doing a lot of writing, uh, writing reports and ebooks and, and, um, articles and blogs and over those years. Yeah. And conversational writing really struck a chord with me. Um, and, and it's how I approach, I still approach a lot of my content today. I don't think about it structurally. I think about how it looks on the web too. Like how, well, it really shouldn't be a break here in the paragraph. It shouldn't go to a second paragraph, but it's the web and it's easier to read if we go to a second paragraph. Um, so all that stuff, learning all that copywriting stuff. Um, but, 
one of the things that that uh, is also the benefit in that is that your personality shines through that. Yeah. And yeah. like you're talking about, you know, um, not everyone's going to like you. They're not oh. going to like your writing style. They're not going to like, you know, but that's how you stand out and you, you gather yeah. your tribe. Um, that's why video is so powerful. I think it's, if somebody's listening to me, they're, they gotta, they gotta screw loose. And so I gotta find the people, I gotta find the people out there that have a screw loose too and yeah, like my exactly. content. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what, but that's what you, and I, I love how you put it. Like, you know, you're, you make it easy to read. Uh, it has to, you know, uh, speak to what they landed there for. And then, uh, kind of help, cause I'm a scanner. I scan content too. Like yeah. I, I read a lot of content and I'll, you know, if, if it really grabs me and it's interesting, I'll, I'll read it. But mm. a lot of times it's like, look at those headings. So the more headings, the better, you know, of that's, of course, um, yeah. that's why I like a lot of like news and stuff. You, I just, I scan the news, but there's nothing that grabs my attention. I'm just reading blocks of, you know, a wall it's of text. Box. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, but then it's also this, uh, so you're writing this content. Great. You're answering the question, but you have to now, just like, um, with pay-per-click advertising or SEO and, and choosing keywords, every keyword kind of has its own little, I like to call personalities and right. um, some are tire kickers and some are just looking for information. They want to learn the history of something. Um, but you also, have to, you know, write content for people um, that not only answers the question, but you can also have an offer there, right? Towards the end right. of that, you know, like it should lead into something like you don't want to fully answer their question necessarily. Sometimes you will. Maybe they become a fan and join, you know, get your newsletter or something. But you, yeah. you want that. Do you, do you think about that a lot in terms of, how it's structured to funnel into like an offer or to get more information or lead them off to something to get a free report or something like that. Um, how, how do you post So that? I, right. So I, 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 I guess running a digital marketing agency, I don't think about like trying to keep secrets back, but what I try and rem remember to do is keep the implementation back. Right. So I'm quite happy to give, give the farm away, but, you know, I want the keys to the tractor, right? Because y you may be able to plow the fields without me. You may be able to do everything, but you won't do everything at the speed that I can show you how to do it. Mm. And so, you know, no matter how many, you know, blog articles I've, I've read or written about, like email marketing, for example, right? Nothing, nothing is as good as actually having done, you know, hundreds of email campaigns over a decade, right? You know, that nothing can substitute that. And so nothing can substitute what's going to work. You know, so that that's how I look at that. So I don't look at kind of creating content or keeping content, you know, behind the scenes, essentially. But yeah. I do think about, you know, the magic that I bring to, to, to the table is the fact that I can implement faster and quicker and more strategically. And I think, you know, if, if, if you're in a garage, you know, you can, you can teach people how to change tire, right? But I bet you nine times out of ten, they're going to go, oh, you know, you know, I tried it, it didn't work, I'll sod it, you know, you do it, right? And they'll pay you to do it. Yeah. Even though you show them exactly the same steps that you're going to follow. So the right? goal of your so the goal of your content is to kind of build that authority. Right. One, I can answer, I yeah. can answer this question for you, but yeah. by the end of it, they're 
Like, that's great. Can you do it for me, though? <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and and that's why in the last kind of couple of months... Did I say, say see last time, I think? I, I might have done. So I've moved from using quite generic CTAs, so call to actions. So, you know, like, if you're struggling with your, your SEO, give us a call. To what I now call sexy... I know, I know. Sexy CTAs, right? So sexy t- CTA would be something like, you know... Um, Last month, Matt doubled his, his search traffic using three tips we, we showed him. Once to be like, Matt, book a call, right? Because that's far sexier, isn't it, than saying, if you're struggling with SEO, give us a call, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm now experimenting, you know, on my sites and with client sites that how to really make at the, the CC at the end of the blog really sexy and how to make it really magnetic, and so, obviously, that, that then creates a different problem because you're trying to use different CTAs for different blog right. kind of posts. So, if you're doing, like, blog posts about, like, say SEO, you want to use something that's related to SEO for the CTA. Email so marketing, first, obviously, you want to do... For someone that's not familiar with what CTA is, that's a call to action, correct? So, and it's a call to action, right. What, how would you define it? Like, what is a good CTA? So, to me, a good CTA is something that inspires somebody to take an action. So you'll probably see, you know, book here or, you know, download a free report. And those are really, really basic CTAs and really, really kind of boring CTAs. Whereas you can then go something like, you know, um, let me show you three tips to, 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 you know, um, let me send you a report that, that highlights the three the three problems that most car owners miss, 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 but cost them the most money. That, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, that, that's really sexy because that actually, yeah. you know, makes you want to click on that to, to then go and see the report or to go and have that next, that next step. And so I think, you know, it's just about trying to, trying to come up with CTAs or, you know, or, or, or the next step, if you want to call it even simpler, you know, what is the next step you want that person to take and how can you inspire right. them to take that next step? And that's the, that's the whole idea behind behind a website, right? Is is it's Correct. not just to attract traffic; it's no. is to lead them to the next set step. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and it should be obvious. It should be simple. Um, attract attention, like even the color of the button matters, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and it's something you can experiment with, right? It's not always, yeah. you know, you like a lot of things on the web. It's like you can, you know, think you have an idea and. Um, and you're like, this is, everyone's going to sign up for this. Why wouldn't they? It's awesome. This is great content. This is what I want to know. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you put it up there and not a single person signs up for that report. Yeah. How do you, how do you ensure, do you, so do you create, is that something, is testing and trying things or do you have like just experience knowing that this type of report works for, and I think it's different for every niche and every industry, every whatever, what works and what doesn't work. But is there like a go-to, if I'm going to, I'm going to set up a CTA today for my blog or my website or my services, where do you start? Do you create that report or do you create a little course that they can sign up for or what kind of incentive? Do you- right, right, right. This is, yeah. So I, I, I necessarily wouldn't go and do that. So my first step would be to go and look at other brands I admire and see what they're doing to like CCN and steal some of their ideas. Or I would go and look at what everybody else in the industry is doing and then try and find something completely different. 
So if every in the web design industry is doing click here to for a free SEO audit, and you know that it's going to be garbage, it's going to be one of these automated tools that doesn't tell you anything, right? Or what it tells you is probably useful if you have a degree in SEO, right? <laughs> yes. So I, I, I would then I would then shift it and do something completely different. So I would then you know so if I'm able to use you as an example, I might do something like you know. Um, Click here to, you know, um, multiple businesses struggle to, to market their website effectively because of these three, three reasons. You know, don't, don't be dumb, download this report. Something, something like that, right? And those three reasons could be something like, you know, they aren't optimizing for keywords. They're not posting out on social. They're not building backlinks, you know, um, and the bonus tip could be something simple like they're not building internal links. Yeah. Right? Um, all you know, all of these really simplistic stuff. But again, you're not giving them anything that they can't find out already. But just how you're doing it, and how you're packaging it, is 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 attractive. Right, and, and, and so, then it has to be it. Yeah, I mean, because you can find anything free on the web. It's just making it convenient or packaging it in a certain way. Exactly. And, exactly. And I love I love what you said about uh, going and looking at other websites in your industry or yeah. or in that niche. Um, because that's, I don't know if I don't know if everybody thinks of it doing that first, but it's it's a great way to. You're not going to steal somebody's idea. I mean, there's only there's certain things you can't steal. I mean, everyone's doing it. Um, yeah. But um, but if but, you can but, find you know, what's working for this established agency or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 But I don't mean to interrupt. But for yeah, you know for for. for, for for me, you know, one thing I've done quite 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 a lot this year is I've gone and said, right, you know, why isn't X performing very well? And I've gone and I've looked at you know twenty, thirty, forty pages. I've literally just taken screenshots of what the similarities are, and then had that as like a swipe file. Nice. And, then, and, then, and then I've got, yeah, exactly. And I've gone through and I've gone, okay, right. Well, that you know, everybody seems to have a you know a CTA button at the top right. Right. Can I, you know, why do I think that website hasn't? You know, do I think they can improve their, their silent rates if they did? You know, and it's all this, it's all this testing, all this experimentation, it's all this kind of research that you then, hopefully, that you end up landing on something that makes a lot more kind of sense in terms of where you're going and where everybody else who spent the money, believe me, they spent the money, you know, and then you'll just, you'll just gain the best practice so that when you roll it out on your site, you should have instant wins because you're not thinking, you're just, Seeing best practice, or yeah, boring. Um, Sorry, boring best practice. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> boring. <laughs> Don't be boring. <laughs> Don't be boring. Don't be boring. <laughs> it's it's so, you know you sometimes you say things like and it just like took me back. Right. You don't hear people saying swipe file very often anymore. <laughs> I haven't. I you, haven't. For I, a long I, time. I, I, I've been in the game longer than I had to admit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I remember just, just like you. <laughs> but I, I just remember back because I, I, I used to study copywriting a lot. Sure. And I think that's where it was. We, we talked a lot about swipe files, and we just we just copy people's sales pages and use yeah. those as just a, as examples or or like the framework for you know something we're building or like I create a. I did my own, all my own sales page and stuff, and so we right. had a swipe file or, or just websites in general. So yeah. I just 
Yeah. That's just jumped. I like, I haven't heard swipe in a long time. Okay. 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 I'll, uh, <laughs> that's good. I'll, 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 I don't know what I'll, I'll, I'll send you a gift later. Send me your swipes. Send me your swipe file. Um, but yeah, so, so, so I, I, I do think, you know, if, you know, if, if you have content on your website that isn't performing, you know, think about keyword mapping, think about best practice, think about what other people are doing in your industry, and there's lots of things that people are doing common. It must be because they've, they spent the money to do the research to, to figure out that it works. If there's lots of things that people are doing that you find are boring, then try and think of something unique to do. So if everyone's giving away a free report with five tips, can you think of another way to, you know, can you repurpose one of those free reports as like a quiz, like a 10, 10 question quiz? Right, that leads to the same outcome, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah these sorts of things. It's, can, can you do something, or can you can you record like a short presentation of those five tips? We walk somebody through the five tips, and then use that as a webinar that then people can sign up for. It's obviously been recorded, so you're not actually using your time, but can do that like in between, right. you know, when they sign up and before. Yeah, it, it's it's all these things that you can think about that you can can be, be creative with that doesn't take a lot of time, effort, or money. It's just creativity, which is... That's, that's key. Can be I a think, problem. Yeah, that's key. <laughs> I think that's, that's key. Anytime I've, I've sat... So I have all, you know, like a lot of places I'd like to drop a CTA, you know. Um, but you don't have to uh, build out a you know, 25-page report or, uh, you know, yeah. this huge... It doesn't have to be this huge deal. Like one of the, my favorite things to do is just to create like a, a just a follow-up uh, you know, with three tips or yeah, a, yeah. a short course, you might call it. Yeah. And it's literally just, you know, daily, it just sends out a, a daily, those daily, and you can do like two or three mm. Mm. and just to yeah. see if you can snag some people and, and get them to snag. If you can yeah. snag some yeah. people and, 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 and reel them in. Um, oh, and if yeah. it works, you can expand on that now. You can continue now. Okay. Yeah. Cause you don't have to. Because you want to, you can create follow-ups, you can create all this stuff, you can do all, but, but you don't want to do that before you know if this is going to work, the content's going to work. Like, yeah. And I, I think that even though you are looking to other people's uh, ideas and stuff, it may, you're still going to have to test it. I had. Absolutely. For, Absolutely. For unified web design, I had to, um, I started out with a completely different design. Then I changed the design because I took this course. And it was from a, a guy that uh, had an agency, and this is how he he basically um, captured names, uh, got clients or got prospects or whatever by having a, you know uh, them sign up to or basically to to learn about their pricing. Uh, what is right. it, uh, how did it word it? Um, get our pricing guide or whatever, and sure. and then I would take him to a page with our pricing. I did that for quite a while. And then I was like, I'm like, eh, it works pretty good. But uh, I think the people that were like signing up for it were actually people that were just curious what my pricing was, probably other agencies. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I tried something else for a little while. I think it was just the report and that really wasn't working. And now, like I said, I'm, I think I don't remember if I said it on this podcast today, but uh, I'm doing Calendly and that's working yeah. really well. We're getting some good, uh, referrals that way. Um, but mm. but I look at other people, like I have a partner that um, they have an agency website where they give they have a free offer three customized growth ideas, right? Something very unique. It's just simple. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah you got to kind of. So it's, it's something you got to test, but because uh, it depends, right? I mean, you're you know you're yeah, SEO guy. It depends on um, all traffic is you know, has different flavors, different because uh, yeah. it works for them. You may not be getting the same traffic. You may not have. Pr- they might. Um, because some traffic's more pre-sold than other traffic, more um, uh, they they or depends on the source of that traffic. And yeah. like somebody yeah. like me, I'm doing a lot of content on social media, so there's traffic coming from there that kind of already know about us, and uh, so they're pre-qualified a little bit. Um, right. Yeah. But that's uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Any but like, you know, it's, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, I. I I think I, I think like with 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 SEO especially, I think you don't want to you, you do want to think about the input, but you also want to think of the output as well. So like you have Calendly link, hopefully you know, and maybe we talk about this after. Um, is ho- hopefully you then have like an email sequence that goes to them. So when they book book an appointment, you then say, you know, the first email says something like, you know, thank you for booking an appointment, I'm Matt, I'm the owner, this is what we do, blah, blah, blah. The second email says, right, we help these types of business. If you're not, no sweat, don't worry, just hit this button here and it'll cancel your appointment, right? Because you want those people to remove themselves, right, out, out, out of your funnel. Right, so, yeah, so the stage I'm in with that is it works, and now... Uh, I have because right. I mean, I just talked about like just create two or three follow ups, and now okay, does that yeah. work? Okay, now move on to yeah. the next thing. But for Thanks. me, it's yeah. like okay, that works. Now, how can I improve it? One of the things there's a technique that um, you, you nah, might have seen, seen before, right? right? Um, sure. That I've I've seen used, and I think it's very clever. And Calendly is pretty powerful. Calendly is very yeah. powerful in that you can um, have it redirect. Yeah. After somebody subscribes or whatever, up. or sets yeah. your, the event, or whatever, um, yeah. and so I've I've been taken to a landing page with a video on the top, right? You know, with yeah, yeah, with yeah. that person now with a yeah. short message, one or two minute message, right? And maybe a little bit of content, some resources. So so boom, you right out of the gates. You, now they're before they even talk to you, and you could set it up to where they get to know you a little bit more in that video. Yeah. And so before they hop on the call, they already know a little bit more about you too, or what to yeah. expect. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of things around that too, and um, and, and, that and that's probably a, differenti- a differentiating factor in terms of your your industry, right? Because yeah. I doubt many people are actually doing that. I don't know. I, so that, only... that that is your superpower, my friends. <laughs> it's very cool. I mean, I yeah, I don't know how many people are doing that, but when I saw that, I'm like. That's really good. I mean, it takes extra time to do that, and and um, right. And I'm I'm just seeing I'm seeing so many cool uses of like Loom and stuff to to send a yeah a, yeah. I, I had somebody that's been I've had a couple people do this where they communicate, um, especially in a podcast world, uh, where right. they communicate with a Loom video instead of sending you an email yeah. a text email. Yeah, they just yeah. create like a one or two minute uh, Loom video, and they say, "Hey, Matt, you know." Uh, it was great meeting you today or whatever. Um, it's just, it, you know, it goes back to like, we're talking about, uh, conversational writing and, and, um, that article, you know, if you've, it can go beyond just being the content, can establish who you are and what your style is. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Good yeah. stuff. Anything else you want to add to this? We're, uh, we've already, it, time is flies when we, we talk, man. I know, I know. It's, it, it, I, I, I have so much fun. No, just, you know, um, yeah, just if you have digital marketing problems and you need to come talk to somebody about them, come talk to me. Um, I do a two-hour consultancy for 500 bucks. So, yeah, so come talk to me. I'm more than happy to so help do you do consult- consultancy. Like, who is your, like, Who's your avatar? Who are the person can you help the most? Like, uh, is it small businesses, is it a particular type of business that you work with a lot or have had great success right, with? Right, right, right. So the two, hour, the two hour kind of consulting VIP session is literally for any small business who's struggling with digital because if you don't have somebody that you can trust that can talk you through what you're struggling with, you know, it's, 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 it can be difficult. So, Hopefully, by doing these sorts of things, people will get to know me, like me, and trust me. And so, yes, yeah, so that yeah. two hour is for anyone. Anyone can go, go and hire me for those two hours and listen to me yabber on for two hours, which I know is probably quite a order, but hey. Um, but then my, 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 my main kind of day-to-day clients are small to medium-sized e-commerce companies that are trying to do something interesting yeah. and are having digital marketing problems that they need somebody to come in and help them with. And that's essentially what I do. Nice, nice. And you got a website, AGS Digital Group. Dot com, yeah. Dot com. Dot com, yeah. I had. I used to always have like, I like create jingles for my for my websites. I had. I had one of my first. One of my first websites. One of my first websites. I. I my first website was an insurance website, but then I I created like this business website. It was called Web of Opportunity dot com. Right. Yeah, this is like back in 2003, four. And right. I would, I would always say webofopportunity.com. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, my wife probably thought I was crazy. But like, yeah, what yeah, are yeah. you? Like, what that's are you my doing? jingle. That's your jingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like your retirement career, you had voiceovers. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. go. There you go. go. That's me. Yeah. I, I, I think 10% of everything you make for you, for you the idea. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Yeah, done now. Yeah. Don't hold her breath. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> Let's start singing for a living. We're all can, in trouble. Can I say one final thing? You know, I've left the, the last minute for, for, for no reason at all. But can I encourage people who are listening to this not to go and listen to my first one? Obviously, you can. But to go listen to Al Wagner. The the guy who does payroll. Ah, that, Albert Wagner. That interview, yeah, Albert, yeah, yeah, yeah. That interview, he he said two two really key things that have changed how I approach networking. It's a, great, can, it's a great episode. Yeah, go ahead. It's a great episode. That, 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 well, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> tease it, yes. Tease it, no, tease it, tease it. It really was. But, but it was. That, that, that is an incredible episode, so... Thank you for sharing that with us. But also, if you haven't gone and listened to that, please go listen to that because I think it, it, it will change your, you, you know, how you do networking. It will change your life. Oh man, uh, that's I, that actually. I got to tell Al that, but uh, actually, I think I'm going to see him today. He has like Mom! a quick connect. He has a quick connect uh, event that he does. I haven't been at it for months. Right. Um, I, was, I did like three or four of them. But I, I'll, I should yeah. send you a link. You could, you Please. could uh, yeah, hop yeah, in one yeah. of those. Yeah, uh, but he's a he's it. a he's a great guy. And um, yeah, you're you're right because after that conversation, that was last year and early this year, I really uh, made a decision that networking was going to be a super 
like I was going to double, triple down on it. Because I realized yeah. that it has made a huge impact, even not thinking about it. And like, if I think about yeah. it more and do more, like the Quick Connect networking events yeah. and stuff. But yeah, yeah his, his ideas around it, though, are, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It, There's some aha moments in there that um, you yeah. can walk yeah. away with, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, thank you, AJ. Uh, thank you, we're, we're, let's, we're gonna schedule a part three right away. <laughs> sure. Let's keep it going. We'll get going. I, I always <laughs> thought I would have, I, you know, what I envisioned this, this, the Builders podcast started having guests. I always planned, you know, I want to have regulars that can come back. We might wait sure. a few months. We, we okay, don't want cool. people to all get right, tired right. of okay. us here. No, not at all. Not at all. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's awesome having you. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks. Builders crew for listening in. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, or inquire about being a guest, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, my agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. If you're interested in their services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top, fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.